YouTube, what's going on? Welcome to episode 10 of Top of the Morning Show. Beautiful Monday morning, November 28th, 50 degrees outside. And let's get to opening statements. Let's go. Alrighty, so yesterday was yet another good day of NFL football. My Washington Commanders got yet another win, and things are starting to stick. To start, things are starting to take shape in the AFC. The NFC still pretty wide open. I mean, a lot of teams are still in the mix. Okay, but there are teams that are starting to, you know, pretty much, like, fall out. I mean, the Packers, they're pretty much done. The Bears, they're pretty much done. The Lions, pretty much done. But even with teams that lost yesterday, like Atlanta, they're still in the mix for their division. That's how bad the NFC South is. And we'll get more to that when we get to NFL Rewind. But with that being said, I want to talk about what's in the title. Every team in the NFC East is in the playoffs right now. If the playoffs was to start today, every team in the NFC East would be playing football. The Commanders would be playing the Vikings. That's exactly who I want to see. Actually, that's exactly who I want to see. I want to see the Vikings again. You know, the Eagles would have a first-round bye. I think the Giants would play the Cowboys. Or, no, the Giants would probably play the uh, – they're, they're the five seeds, but the Giants would probably play the um, – oh, no, the six seed, rather. So they'll probably play the uh, – yeah, they'll play, the, they'll play the Cowboys. And then um, that, that'll be all. But – Every team in the NFC East is in the playoffs right now. I don't think that's how it's gonna how it's gonna hold up at the end. I think the Giants are starting to finally come back to their real selves, but that is very well could be a possibility that <laughs> we send a whole division to the playoffs. And to think we were the laughing stock of the of the NFL, not even just two years ago when we went when we won the division at seven and nine, but when even last year. Even last year, we were, we were people still weren't taking us serious. Okay, so to go from that to now combining for over how many wins did they say? I think it was like what thirty or something like that. To to go from that to combine for over that many that many wins, it, it's crazy. And a lot of that is due to. The Eagles winning, obviously. Right? A lot of people a lot of that is due to the Eagles winning. But also a lot of that is due to the commanders finally finding their stride. Because for the longest of this season, we were holding the division back from actually being, you know, talked about as every team is being part of them. Now we're two games over five hundred. We're sitting at seven and five, and we're sitting pretty solid. I like where we sit right now when it comes to uh, 
how 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 we can take make possibly make a playoff run. We're seven and five. We got a good chance versus the Giants uh, next two games coming up. They they are railing, you know. They they're they're they are you know really banged up. But I still don't want to overlook them. It's still a division game. You still got to go to New York to play them, and we don't do we don't play well in New York that often. So. They still got Saquon Barkley, who is one of the best backs in football. Okay, Daniel Jones, he just he can beat he can beat us for whatever reason. Like he he beats us. Like he may lose to any other team, but he always beats the Washington Commanders. And I understand we beat them last year, but I he's due for a real beating. Like I'm talking like we actually beat them. And I'm not talking, it comes down to a last minute um uh, Leonard, not Leonard Williams. It was it was a Devlin Thomason last year who uh, jumped off jumped off sides or whatever and gave us a game. Gave Dustin Hopkins a retry. I don't want it to come down to that. I want an actual win. Like I want a 28-17, 28-28-20 win over the Giants. And uh, it's gonna be a tough one. Okay, it's gonna be a tough one, and um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely nervous about that game. But I think we, we, we can definitely take it. But opening statements is just consistent of talking about the NFC East. I'm sorry, I know if y'all not NFC East fans in here, you're not a Cowboys, Washington Commanders, Eagles, or Giants fan. Sorry, but we got to talk about the best division in football right now because why would we not? It's every team is literally in the playoffs. You got the Cowboys who are, who are rolling right now. Um, they they are they won on Thursday. Even though, even though the Giants are derailing, in my opinion, you know, due to lack of talent and injuries are starting to finally hunt them. Because again, they were winning, in my opinion, they were winning in spite of their roster. It was good coaching and nail biter games. Okay, it was one possession games that they were winning. Okay, they weren't just they weren't just out there dogging anybody. They were winning close games. And all make it all the right coaching decisions. But now that you you accumulate their lack of talent on their roster with now injuries that they could ill afford to have, they're starting to show their true colors. And that definitely doesn't mean a not. I mean, that definitely doesn't mean nothing because they very well could have beaten the, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Right? They very well could have. But they still aren't as talented as the commanders on paper. So we definitely have the good chance to beat them. And uh, we got to go out there and take care of our business. We really do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the status of Xavier McKinney is. I don't know the stats of him. I know he hurt his, he broke his hand or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a tough game. But I mean, I'm definitely excited for. I'm nervous, and I hope my guys can pull it out. And then you go to the Eagles, and we'll talk more about these games when we get to when we get to uh, NFL Rewind. But then you got the Eagles taking care of business versus the Packers, practically ending the Packers season. As they beat them 40 to 33. And not only that, they rushed for a career high. 
or was it a franchise record of 363 yards? I mean, Jalen Hurts had, what, 157 rushing yards on the ground? And I'm just sitting there watching it like, they really can't stop the run. Like, Miles Sanders was Yashua. Like, everybody got in on it. I'm like, wow. But with that being said, let's go ahead and transition into NFL Rewind. Let's go ahead and look at the schedule right quick. And we're going to talk about each and every single game that happened yesterday. And I'm going to give my take on it. What do I think about each and every game from Sunday's action? Let's go ahead and kick it off talking about the games from yesterday. It was a pretty good week 12. Honestly, like week 12 was solid, especially the early window. Um, the late window, you had some some dramatic fashion with the uh with the uh with the Raiders and and uh and uh, and the Seahawks. It was a pretty good game, pretty good Sunday. So let's go ahead and kick things off. We're talking about the first game, Houston and Miami. Don't let the score fool you. It was 30 to 15 at half. It was 30 to 0 at halftime. The final score ended up being 30 to 15. The, the Dolphins completely took their foot off the gas, you know, from for the whole second half. I'm not even sure if two have played the second half. Uh, but don't let it fool you, man. Dolphins definitely um blew them out. Okay, they blew them out. The Texans are just playing for like playing for heart right now. Like they're just playing for pride right now, bro. They're not good. Uh, it looks like Kyle Allen got the start yesterday. Um, but the Dolphins, man, they're eight and three. Okay, they're eight and three, and that offense is something serious, bro. And they could be a real threat in that AFC. And I'm not just talking about playoffs. I'm talking about winning the division. I'm talking about possibly getting the first seed. Now, I don't see them dethroning the um I don't see them dethroning the um the uh Chiefs, but they're definitely a game behind them. And I wonder if they play the Chiefs. I don't think so. But I wonder if they play the Chiefs. Um now nah, they don't. But they definitely got a big game. This weekend versus the uh, versus the 49ers, and then they got a good game. They got a big game versus the Bills, and then uh, the Jets and Patriots. So they definitely are have a good chance to possibly compete for that one seed. But also, they have a chance to um, just get into the playoffs and make some noise. Like I'll say it again, man. I was wrong on Tua, bro. I was wrong on him. I didn't think he was going to succeed in the NFL just because I thought he was like he was undersized. He had a lot of injuries coming from out of Alabama. And on top of that, he was a left-handed quarterback. And that's just weird. You don't really see that nowadays, if at all, in the NFL. So I didn't think Tua was going to succeed, but he's definitely succeeding right now. Um, and I, I can't be more happy for the guy, man. 
I'm definitely happy for Tua, and I definitely hope he keeps it up. Um, Tyreek Hill made a, a traumatic difference for that offense. Jalen Waddle's a stud. Uh, you know that they, they also have a pretty good solid tight end group. You know, led by Mike Gesicki. Let's go ahead and look at the stats. Tua was 22 for 36, 299 yards and a touchdown. Um, they got uh, Jeff Wilson, who's carrying the ball for them. Had 13 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, six receptions for 85 yards. So was Jalen Waddle, five receptions for 85 yards. Uh, so that was a pretty good solid. It wasn't really a, an amazing day by them, but it was a solid day, nevertheless. And it was, and they didn't really have to do much to beat the uh, to beat the uh, Houston Texans. So there you have it. Now let's go ahead and go over to the next game here. Let's go to the next game. As we have the Bengals versus the Titans. Now, this is a game that was pretty interesting because I wanted to see how Tennessee was going to fare against some real competition. Because, I mean, they're 7-3, and three, but as we know, they're in the AFC South. And uh, the AFC South is pretty, pretty bad. Um, it's not that good. And they pretty much cruise to an AFC they pretty much cruise to an AFC South title every single year with no competition. So I really wanted to see how they uh, were going to look. Um, and they didn't look bad, okay? But here's the one thing about the Titans. They don't have much talent. So when, you, when you're able to shut down their best weapon in, in Derrick Henry, they're going to lose. And... Bengals did a really solid job with shutting down Derrick Henry for the most part. Um, if you look at the offensive stats from the Bengals, Joe Burrow, 22 with 37, 270 yards and a touchdown. Samaji Piran with yet another solid day, uh, stepping in place for Joe Mixon. 17 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown. Um, T. Higgins, seven receptions for 114 yards. Peyton Hurst, six receptions for 57 yards. So, It was a solid day from Joe Burrow. Um, and then you look at the Titans, man. Ryan Tannehill, he was solid. He was a he, 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 he did his, This is Ryan Tannehill's numbers right here. 22 for 34, 291. No touchdowns, no interceptions. But this is what I was saying about Derrick Henry in the running game. He really wasn't able to go. Right? They didn't give him anything to go in because he had 17 carries, 38 yards. He averaged 2.2 yards a carry. Okay, so he was really pretty much a non-factor. Now, he did have 379 yards, but for the most part, he, he was a non-factor. And it's sad that your uh, running back is your leading receiver. The Titans just doesn't have enough. So that's why they're really not a scary threat to me. Like, they're real, they're well coached, okay? I don't want to sit here and act like they're not well coached because they are. However... They just don't, they, to me, they don't look like a team that's going to be able to make a playoff run. Um, but saying that, you don't know what can happen. Any any team can make a playoff run at any time. But I'm just not scared of, I would, if I would have to face the Titans, I would not be scared. Because they, again, if Derrick Henry's not going, that offense is not going. Okay, they don't have enough. So that's that. Bengals. They should be getting Jamar Chase back here shortly, and they're sitting comfortable at a 7-4 record. 
And then next thing you got Panthers, Broncos. You got some drama in this game as I want to say it was a, a Broncos D lineman that, that was yelling at Russell Wilson. As the Broncos now fall to three and eight on the season, Russell Wilson 19 for 35, 142 yards and a touchdown. Um, the Broncos are bad, bro. From coaching, Russell Wilson's not playing bad. And to think that I was banging the table for Russell Wilson, like, and who knows? Who knows if he would have been that bad here in Washington? But I was banging the table for Russell Wilson. Okay, I was upset when we didn't get him. Because, I, I, again, I didn't think he was going to be bad. I didn't think he was going to be like this. Now, a lot of that could be due part to the value Hackett. And could be part two, just Russell Wilson not as good as we thought. And I don't, looking back on it, I'm glad we didn't get him. Because look how much the, the, uh, the Seahawks or the Broncos had to give up for him. And uh, I'm glad we didn't, have, we didn't have to do that. I really am because we are in no position to give up first round picks. We need everything we can get. Whether we're 15 or 27, okay, we're in no position to give up our first round picks unless we trade enough for a quarterback or something. And no, Carson Wentz is not the answer, and no, he wasn't. He wasn't that good with us. But I definitely will only have to give up twenty-eight million dollars, opposed to the next three first-round picks. So, look what Denver has to do, man. Denver is 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 just bad, and I don't think they have to. I don't think they they should bring back Nathaniel Hackett, bro. Then you go down to. Bears, Jets. How about Mike White, bro? As we know, Zach Wilson got benched um, pretty much for his comments about last week's game where he just pretty much didn't take up ownership for the loss uh, versus the Patriots where it was a 3-10 loss and it was pretty much his fault. How about Mike White, bro? Mike White doing the thing, had himself a day. First, we had to first the Bears didn't know who their starter was going to be until 30 minutes before kickoff. Whether it was going to be Trevor Simeon or or Nathaniel Peterman or Nathan Peterman, whatever, um, because Trevor Simeon he I think he did something with his uh his, his hand or something like that. Um, so Nathan Peterman was warming up, and as Nathan Peterman was about to take field, Trevor Simeon came back on like no 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 I can play, and then they rolled with Trevor Simeon. But it ultimately didn't matter because the Jets trashed them 31 to 10. Mike White, what a day. 28 for 22 for 28. Three touchdowns for 315 through the air. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson had two touchdowns for 95 yards on five receptions. Elijah Moore had one. Uh, had a touchdown. Mike White, how about him? Continue the ball, young fella. Then you go down to the Falcons versus Commanders game. Commanders take care of business 19-13. Um, this game, it was a wet one. It was a running feast. Both teams was killing it on the ground. Brian Robinson, for his first 100-yard game, he was killing it. And he had a touchdown where he just ran over the dude. Washington is hitting their stride at the right time. And... Um, we definitely 
have a good chance to keep this up. Now we need more. We need more from the offense. And I understand that it was raining yesterday, but we need more from the offense. Okay. Because as as wet and rainy it was at FedEx Field yesterday, Washington Commanders should have won this game then more than by more than just six points. Okay. We had opportunities, especially early in the game. We had a chance to go up 14-3. We spoiled that away. This game shouldn't have been as close as it was. Okay, so we got a lot to still clean up. But it, it's, great, it's great to clean up stuff while winning. And I hope we can continue that next week versus the Giants. I hope we come out with a better game plan to continue to run the ball, you know, put up points, and we can continue to win while also getting better and healthier. Um, so I'm praying on that. Uh, but then you go to the Falcons, man. Falcons, they were running the crap out of the ball. The Falcons are a tough team, bro. Um, Cordell Patterson, he's so good. I mean, I, I never, I always knew who Cordell Patterson was, and I knew he was solid. But every time we face this guy, bro, he always tortures us. The guy was good, man. He had three touchdowns last year, and uh, he he was good yesterday, and. His stats doesn't say how good he was, but the moments that he picked his spots to actually show up speaks to how good he was. I mean, Atlanta, they had three different runners go for over 50 yards or just a tad bit under 50 yards. They were killing us on the ground, man. They really were. And when you go to the last play on second and goal, as a Falcons, if you're a Falcons fan, I know you're livid because it's like, all right, we've been killing them on the ground the whole time, the whole game, and you're going to decide to pass right here because I'm going to sit here and tell you, if they run the ball two times, I think they probably get it. I think they get him because we weren't able to stop their run the whole day. Now, it's hard to say that because our defensive line was started to show up late in that game. I mean, they got three different stops. Okay, so they one they shouldn't even have been in that predicament if the offense could take care of business. But Scott Turner's future play calling. It's hard to say what would have happened, but I think they would have scored. I think they would have scored because um, we weren't able to really stop them, and they were on the five. Um, we had a chance to sack them and put them back at the ten, and we missed it. James McWilliams missed it, but Montez was there. Um, it was all it was overall a, a solid game. Okay, defense was getting gashed all day, but they stepped up when they needed to. They didn't get one, not just two, but three stops um, in a span of five minutes to help seal the victory. And on second and goal, Arthur Smith calls in a pass play. Marcus Mariota passes to Cordell Patterson, tipped up in the air by Deron Payne, and Kendall Fuller puts a bow on it as he gets the interception and Washington moves to 7-5 and five and moves into the seventh seed currently. And hopefully we can keep it up and we can continue to keep winning because, boy, it feels good to win. Now, go to the next game over here. You have the, um, you have, let's see, 
you had the Bucks, Browns, a game that went into overtime. I saw the end of this game. And uh, for the Buccaneers, man, it's a tough loss because it's like, all right, you get a win. I think they got a win. Let's see. I think they got a, they got a win over Seattle in, in Germany. And I think they had a bye week. Um, you come off of the bye week expecting to, not expecting to necessarily win, but you are coming off the bye week feeling good. Coming off the bye week feeling good, and uh, you come out there and play the rounds, and you put up that kind of performance. Now, the, the uh, they, they needed enough, or should I say more, from the offense because Brady was 20, 20, 29 for 43, 246, and two touchdowns, so he had a solid day, but they were only able to muster 17 points. And when you're able to, when you're only able to score 17 points in an NFL game, you're not really going to win that that off. And especially when you got one of the best running backs in football in the backfield on the other team, some say the best in uh, Nick Chubb. You know you're going to have to score points, but it's really a letdown if you're the if you're a Buccaneers fan because. They were five and five, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, although that division has been poor this year, they're probably they're gonna finally separate themselves. Okay, they're gonna separate themselves and show why they are the best team in the NFC South. Brady's gonna hit his stride, and they're gonna become a dangerous team heading into the playoffs. And that very well still could happen. However, it's not gonna happen when you're losing games to the Browns, and they got the ball first in overtime. And they weren't able to do anything with it. And the Browns went down. Uh, Nicholas Chubb, it was first a good reception by Mark Cooper, and then Nicholas Chubb capped it off with a touchdown. Then you got the next game. Deshaun Watson's coming back with the Browns, too. So although the Browns season is pretty much over, I'm still interested and excited to see what Deshaun Watson looks like. Next game, you got Ravens-Jaguars. This was a game where this is the most Ravens game ever. Like, the Ravens were up, I want to say 19 to 10 in the second half. And they blew it. They blew it. Every single Ravens loss looked exactly the same this year. Uh, they blew it. The Jaguars made plays coming back. Trevor Lawrence looked solid down the, down the stretch of the game. And let's see how much he threw for. Because, again, they were down at first. And he threw, he had himself a day. 29 for 37 for 321 and three touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence, bro. He had himself a day. Uh, Travis Etienne did get hurt in this game, so they weren't really running the ball efficiently. They were passing, as you can clearly see. Um, and the Ravens, Lamar Jackson had 16 uh, Curry slash attempts for 32 out of 32, 254 um, for a touchdown and no interceptions. Lamar Jackson had 14 Currys for 89 yards. Uh, so they need again. This is another team similar to the Titans that are definitely in the playoff picture, but they're a team that just doesn't have enough around Lamar. Like, if they can just build around Lamar, like instead of just loading them up with a bunch of running backs and tight ends, actually build around this guy, get him a number one receiver, get him a couple of receivers. Hell, bring in Odell. Like, do something for Lamar. I feel bad for the guy because 
again, he's getting a bad rep on Twitter. But the guy is so good. Like, Lamar Jackson is so good. But I'm really yet to see what he can do with actual talented weaponry on his offense. Like, outside of Mark Andrews, who has been a consistent weapon for Lamar Jackson? If you're playing the Ravens, all you got to worry about is Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson's legs. Everybody else is not a threat. Like, no one else scares, genuinely scares you. And that's a problem. When you're when you have a franchise quarterback on a rookie deal at that, and obviously that's not gonna happen anymore. And this year he's gonna get paid, whether it's franchise tag or, or long-term deal with the Ravens. I just, it's hard for me to see the Ravens letting them go. But um when you have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson on a rookie deal, this this was the time to go ahead and get him when I'm on receiver. And I I, I understand they tried with Hollywood Brown. And Rashad Bateman, but obviously it didn't work. And Rashad Bateman, he shows flashes, but he can't stay healthy. Okay, they need more around Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Or else he may leave, or y'all are just going to be a first-round, second-round exit every single year. Y'all are never going to be Super Bowl contenders because it's not enough. It's just not enough. Then you go down to Raiders, Seahawks. This was a game. Um... At a point in time, it looked like Seattle was about to run away with this game. But the Raiders fought back, and this was a game. Josh Jacobs combined for 300 yards, 300 scrimmage yards last last night. He went, he ran for 229 on 33 carries. Are you kidding me? For two touchdowns, and he had six receptions for 74 yards. This guy is a dog. And the Raiders didn't pick up his fifth-year option, so he's gone. He's more likely than not gone. And I could only help but think a team like Miami, this is what the, this is the last piece of team like Miami is missing. If they can get a good running back like Josh Jacobs on their team, they're 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 set. Okay, because they got everything else. They're just missing a consistent running game. Josh Jacobs, 229 on the ground. Are you kidding me? And then not only that, capped off this, capped off the game with a walk-off 86-yard touchdown. This guy is an animal. Devontae Adams, seven carries for 70 or seven receptions for 74 yards. Derek Carr, two, 295, three touchdowns, two picks. Geno Smith. 328, two touchdowns and one interception. Seattle played well enough on the offensive end to win the game. Obviously, putting up 34 points most of the time, you should win. Uh, but their defense, man, defense can't get, they can't get, couldn't get no stops. Couldn't get no stops. Kenneth Walker had two touchdowns on the day. Dare we say Seattle's defense is starting to sell them again? Remember earlier in the year they were, they weren't, they weren't getting a stop, and then they buckled down at some point, and now they're back to selling because Geno Smith isn't the problem. Like, again, he threw for 328 and two touchdowns and one pick and put up 34 points. Again, if any other team is putting that up, more likely than not, you should be winning these games, and they didn't. So, Seattle 6-5, and five and San Francisco takes sole place of first place in the NFC uh, West. Chargers Cardinals 25-24 win for the Cardinals or the Chargers. They get a walk-off victory. Uh-uh. 
and they six and five, and they keep their wild card hopes alive. Man, the Cardinals stink, bro. States, Saints, 49ers, 13-0 victory over the over the uh Saints. It was pretty much a low scoring ball when defense was getting it done. Offense for the 49ers weren't weren't as popping as it should have been. But again, when you're playing the team like the Saints, you don't need you don't need to put up much points. But how about that defense, man? How about a fungal, bro? The Samoan guy, he's always making a play. Like I finally realized going back to even last year. A fumble or is always or Kongu. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name right, but he's always making a play, bro. Like always making a play. Like he's always around the ball, making a play. I really like him. I really do. Jimmy G, 222 for a touchdown. Elijah Mitchell, seven carries for 35 yards. I think he had an MCL sprain. Brandon Ayuk, five receptions, 55 yards, and. Uh, Jawan Jenkins with the only touchdown on the day for them offensively. And 13-0 is your score. Andy Dalton, 204 for nothing. No touchdowns, no picks. So, Saints, they fall to 4-8. and eight. 49ers go to 7-4 and four and take sole place of first place in the NFC West. All right. Next game you got. Rams Chiefs, this game was trash uh, from from the from the Rams standpoint, I and mean, this is what you already knew. Like you already knew this was going to be bad. They were starting a guy by the name of uh, Perkins, Brian and per Brian Bryce Perkins, um, and he was bad. And I'm not going to shame the guy because it's his first ever NFL start, but he was bad. Okay, he was not good. The Rams are just not good. And I'm I'm sitting here looking at this game. I'm like, all right, this is the peak of the future of the Rams. This is what the Rams are gonna look like in like two years. They aren't they aren't gonna be good. Uh 26-10. Patrick Mahomes puts up yet another beautiful game. 27 for 42, 320, a touchdown and interception. And right now, it's up to him and Jalen Hurts for MVP consideration. I'm giving a nod to Patrick Mahomes, though. Um, Travis Kelsey has done another touchdown. Pachero has another touchdown, 22 carries. I think they're going to use him more like a running back, even though I thought he was. So he is a running back. I thought he was a receiver this whole time. So Pachero is a running back. Okay. I thought Pachero was a receiver. They were just using him like a running back. But it turns out he is a running back. And the Chiefs get another 26-13 victory. They're 9-2 on the season. And how about them Chiefs, right? Sunday night football, you got Packers, Eagles, like I talked about that game. You uh, definitely had to see this. <laughs> the Eagles set a franchise record for combining for 363 on the ground, bro. That is ridiculous. And Jalen Hurts had over 100 rushing yards in the first quarter. That's ridiculous. Like, it's one thing to get ran on all day, but that is that is that is like stupidly ridiculous of how much they ran on us. Like today or yesterday when I was watching my game, the commanders game, I'm like, oh my god, the Falcons are killing us on the ground. And none of their rushers had over hundred yards. And I was thinking we were getting killed on the ground. Could you imagine being a Packers fan watching this game yesterday? Like, they were 
they were gashing them, bro. Miles Sanders put up 31 fantasy points. He had um, 143 rushing yards, bro. 143 rushing yards and two touchdowns on 21 carries. Jalen Hurts, 17 carries for 157 yards. That's crazy, bro. Like they did not have to pass. Even Kendall Gainwell got a got a nice solid cover of carries. Eight carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Boston Scott three for 24. Like they didn't they did not have to pass. AJ Brown caught a touchdown. Quez Watkins caught one. Like this was a crazy performance. Let me look at the time of possession battle, bro. Eagles won that 35 to 24. Eagles were 8 for 15 for third down efficiency. And they put up 40 points, bro. That rushing attack was something serious. Green Bay's done. Jordan Love did look good, though. Aaron Rodgers, he got hurt. And Jordan Love definitely looked solid. He looked way better, looked more comfortable than last year. Um, He did have a touchdown. Uh, I know he wanted to get that pass back, but it definitely was a right decision. Uh, I think it was a Christian Watson. I could be wrong, though, but it, it was should have been a touchdown nevertheless. And uh, the Eagles, they go to 10-1 and, and remain first place in the NFC East in the, in the NFC playoff picture. So, yeah. All right. That's the end of NFL Slate Skate. Let's get to the next segment. Y'all already know what it is. Shout out segment. Let's go ahead and scroll to the top. Get these shout outs ready. Alante, first in the building. What's going on, Alante? My God, I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show, hosted by Juan Gotti. Brian Harden says, from one and four to seven and five. Crazy. Shout out to BH for being here listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, Cowboys can get no higher than the fifth seed in the playoffs. So they have nothing to play for in week 18. See, BH, I was looking at it like this, right? I was hoping like we could we could possibly win out, go 12 and 5, or 11 and or, or let's just say we lose one game. Hopefully not that we can find a way to win out. Let's say we're 12 and 5 or 11 and 6. And then the Cowboys, they could also find a way to probably lose one, big two, and like they're 11 and 6. Or, or they're 12 and 5 or something like that. Week 18, winner goes to the fifth seed, loser goes to the seventh seed, or something crazy like that. That's what I wish week 18 was about. But more likely than not, you're right. Week 18 for the Cowboys, they're not gonna have anything to play for. Casper Hill, what's going on, Casper Hill? I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show, hosted by Juan Yadi. He says, What's good? What's good, Casper Hill? Appreciate you for coming through. Mo Smith. Appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show hosted by Juan Yachty. Mo Smith says, I was at the game. It was a uh, great, uh, it was great. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you for, for dropping in on us and telling us how the game was. A lot, a lot of people said the stadium was electric. Um, it wasn't quite filled all the way for with the Commanders fans, but the people that were there, they were making some noise. Redskins 07, he says, morning. What's going on, Mariska 07? I appreciate you for listening to the Top of the Morning Show hosted by one guy. He says, morning, morning to you, Redskins 07. Redskins 07 says, how was the atmosphere, Mo? <clears throat> we'll get to that. Cruising, 2-6. New York Giants fan in here. He says, 
you guys lucky got you guys got lucky against the Falcons. Tip ball in the end zone. I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show cruising two six. He says again, you guys got lucky, right? I don't think it was luck. I think we just made a defensive play. Okay, the Falcons made a terrible play call. They should have continued to run the ball, and they we weren't stopping that run. They decided to pass, and we made a defensive play. That wasn't lucky. We made a defensive play. Deron Payne tipping the pass in the air, and Kendall Fuller, then Johnny on the spot, getting a pick. That's not lucky. That's a defensive play. So I disagree with that. Mo Smith says, B-Rob is a beast. Indeed he is. I love Gibby, and I love B-Rob. That one-two punch is amazing. Mo Smith says, it was live. Okay, Mo Smith. Appreciate you for dropping in that update on us about what that what the stadium was looking like. And he said, and he said it was a packed house. Was it a packed house for well, just Commanders fans or or what, Mo Smith? Let me know. Was it all, all Commanders fans? Redskins double seven is nice. He says a fight broke out. <laughs> Who won? Our fans uh, won. Cruising says, nah, our Giants are finally getting healthy. We'll be healthy next game. Okay. Since we're getting four starters back. And let me know who those four starters are going to be. I wonder if Xavier McKinney's in that mix. Uh, Tremelli. Hopefully I said that right. Tremelli Washington. Appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, what's up, bro? Enjoy your content. Hey, I appreciate that. T. Washington. Thank you so much for the support. And I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show. Grayskins 007 says they're not ready for us. Hey, one game at a time. I'm not overlooking the Giants, man. We got to take them one game at a time. They're definitely a tough opponent. And hopefully we can take them down, though. Alante says, get my guy to 5K. Okay, you heard Alante, man. Hit that subscribe button if you're new, man. We're on the road to 5,000 subscribers. We're so close, man. We're like 100 or 200 away. We're sitting at 4.8K. I know we can get there soon. So please hit that subscribe button. Share me out if you are new. And uh, you know any other NFL Commanders fan out there. Uh... Donnell Jenkins, appreciate you, Donnell Jenkins, for listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, the Giants are better than the Falcons. Uh, it depends because the Falcons aren't that talented, but if they're able to run the ball like they did, they're able to run that college RPO read option offense like they did to us last night, or yesterday rather, they could be dangerous. But I don't know. I think I was... Because Saquon Barkley is better than anybody on the Falcons. Really, I don't care how good Cordell Patterson is. He's better than anybody on the Falcons. So I, I mean, I guess so because both rosters aren't that talented. So that's not saying a lot, but I guess so. Dreskins007 says Giants are not making the offs. It's over for them. Timmy D. Appreciate you, Timmy D, for listening to Top of the Morning Show. Timmy D says, Commanders over the Giants. I think we're a better team than the Giants, talent-wise. But again, we'll see on Sunday. And hopefully, we can get it done. Cruising 2-6 says, Commanders are not better than the Giants. I think we are. I think we are. Timmy D, yes, they are for sure. Giants have no wide receivers. Giants have been exposed. Cruising says, Falcons had you guys beat in your own home, if not for a tip ball. That's not about cruising, bro. That's not lucky. That's a defensive play. I see if you would have said the refs got involved or anything like that. That's not lucky. They didn't have us beat because they didn't get the end zone. You could drive down the field, i.e. Super Bowl, whatever Super Bowl that was versus the versus the uh, Seahawks. Patriots, Seahawks, Seahawks, drove down the field at the one-yard line. And they didn't. They decided not to give it to Rashawn Lynch and didn't score. 
So they didn't win because of them. So you can drive down the field all you want, but if you don't get into the box, that's not a touchdown. That's not food, okay? That's not they have us beat. They didn't have us beat because they didn't score. We made a defensive play. De'Ron Payne tipped the ball in the air. Kendall Fuller picked it off. That's not luck. We made a play when it mattered most. Giants fans or Giants look pretty bad to me, he says. Um, against Dallas, we aren't scared one bit. Yeah, we aren't scared, but it's definitely going to be a tough game again because it's a division opponent. Cruising says, I'm surprised how bad commanders look against the Falcons and you guys were healthy. DeAndre Taylor, what's going on, DeAndre Taylor? I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, uh, what's good? Well, what's good, DeAndre Taylor? What's going on, bro? Solid W yesterday. Yes, sir. Solid W. He still has a lot to work on. Definitely got to get better. Um, offense need more. I don't defense got to be better stopping the run, but definitely a solid W. I'll take it in any fashion that we can get it. Frankie P. Appreciate you, Frankie P, for listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, at cruising. You obviously don't know what you're talking about. We were missing our CB1 and our linebacker one, St. Deuce and Holcomb. We weren't healthy. Yep. Redskins 007 says, cruising 2-6. How does it feel knowing your team isn't going to lose five? It's going to lose five in a row and miss the playoffs. Uh-oh. Redskins 007 ain't holding back. He's talking crazy. I'm going to stay I'm gonna stay away from talking crazy to the Giants fans, bro. I'm going to wait until after we win on Sunday. I'm not going to talk crazy. That I feel like that's bad luck, man. I'm going to stay humble. Cruising says, compared to my Giants, you guys were healthy. LOL. You're talking about two starters. We're missing a lot. 11 starters. What I saw yesterday against the Falcons, you guys shouldn't be so confident. Five L's in a row. Cruising so sad. I watched you guys against the Falcons. You know you guys should have lost that game. We shouldn't have, bro. We made a defensive play at the end of the game. Uh, Frankie P says, compared, they're having a little argument back and forth in the comment section. Frankie P says, compared to the Giants, WTF are you talking about? Doesn't matter. The Giants' health is we have injuries, which means we aren't healthy. Cruising says, dude, when did we lose five games in a row? You're, you guys are not that good. You comparing two starters to 11, you make no sense. Falcons had to had you beat. Y'all were scared as hell. Uh, let's go ahead and scroll down. <clears throat> We're not. We're not. We're gonna. We're gonna read all of the uh, all of the uh, argument because we're gonna let them have it. We're gonna give everybody else a shine here. The uh, the word. Appreciate you, the word. Listening to Top of the Morning Show hosted by one guy. The word says cruising two six. The Giants gonna be hiding real soon. You know it. Okay, so they're starting off early this week. We ain't even enjoying the Falcons W. They're starting the Giants trash talk early. Y'all know I'm gonna be live for the game this Sunday. Cruising 2-6 says a tip ball in the end zone. That's the only reason you guys are winning. You're not that good. But cruising, that is a defensive stop, bro. We got to win. Now, I'm not sitting up here saying we're that much better than you guys, but we're talentedly more better than you guys. Our roster is. Y'all are better coached, in my opinion, like Brian Dable. Um, but our defense made a play when it mattered most. Okay? So that's not luck. That's not the only reason we, we made a play. Alrighty, Egg Beaters. What's going on, Egg Beaters? I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show hosted by Juan Gotti. He says, 
they didn't gave us uh at, they didn't uh they didn't gave us at our own home troll we won genius d fresh 94 what's going on d fresh 94 i appreciate you for listening to top of the morning show hosted by one you got a d fresh says wild card gonna be lit this year yes it will Yes, it will. Washington Commanders can take care of their business and continue to win each and every week and take it game by game. Wild card is going to be fun, man. I just want to get in. And I and, and the next step is if we get in and win one, man, I would love to get in, bro, because I think we can take anybody in the NFC. But one game at a time, we're still um, a while away from that. We still got a lot of, a lot of football left. Urban Bailey, I appreciate you, Urban Bailey, for listening to Top of the Morning Show. Thank you so much for being here, Urban Bailey. He says, B-Rock, he is a beast. Total package, all we got to do is run the ball, give it to him. Yes, he is a beast. And then you would mix in Antonio Gibson, who's also a beast, too. We got one of the best one-two punches in the NFL. Appreciate you, Urban uh, Urban Bailey. Eric Fortis, Jr., I appreciate you, EFJ. I wonder if that's your nickname. EFJ says, if we land a mid to low first round draft pick, what position does Washington draft? EFJ, I appreciate you for listening to the Top of the Morning Show. If we were to like 15 or like 20, I say probably cornerback or guard. At this moment, cornerback or offensive lineman, more specifically a guard? I think so. Uh Corner, cornerback or guard if we were to land a mid to late first round pick. Santana Jackson. I appreciate you, Santana Jackson, for listening to Top of the Morning Show hosted by Juan Gotti. Santana Jackson says, that tip from Payne and Fuller getting the pick had me fired up big time. Man, did it. Yes. Well, first I got hyped and then I settled down because I wanted to make sure he caught it because it looked like they were tied up. So I didn't want to get too hyped and then I see Cordell Patterson came out of the pile with the ball because if, if he came out of the pile with the ball, it's a touchdown because they were in the end zone. So I was hyped at first and then I had to lower my, my hypeness down because I'm like, all right, let me see. And then when I saw Kendall Fuller came out of the pile with the ball, I got hyped up again. Great play by D. Payne and, and K. Fuller, man. Horse 2X. Appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show. Hosted by Juan Gatti. He says, we got to beat the Giants. FanDuel says we have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Giants right now. And arguably we do because our roster is more talented than the Giants, bro. Awesome in Sports, I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show. Awesome in Sports says, what's up, everyone? What's up, Awesome in Sports? I appreciate you for being here. BH, Brian Hart says, b Rob about to run over the Giants' hopes and dreams. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Alante, put some respect. Horse, too. Uh, hey, I ain't going to say put no respect on us just yet because we ain't earned no type of respect. We got to continue to go out there and keep winning. If we want our respect. Not yet. Horse says, why funny? Hey, man. <laughs> Alante says, put respect on our name. Hashtag take command. Santana Jackson says, it's funny how these Giants fans trying to put us down. Y'all better respect every NFC East team, especially this, especially this season. Remember the Eagles fans thought the same exact thing. Jay Bird the Great. I appreciate you for listening to Top of the Morning Show hosted by Juan Gatti, Jay Bird the Great. He says, a win is a win. I don't care how we got it. 
keep up the good work. Exactly, Jaybird the Great. I would love dominant wins week in and week out. I would love 30-point explosions week in and week out. But knowing that that's not our team, we're, we're going to win games like how we won yesterday, 19-13. I'm fine with that. As long as we get the win at the end of the day, I don't care what the scoreboard says. As long as the commanders have more points than their opponent at the end, I'm happy. Horse double X or two X rather says Juan. Are you in high school or are you graduating? Nah, I'm not, I'm not in high school, but I graduated. Been graduating. MH says, I oh, appreciate you, MH, for being here. Thank you so much. He says, it's ridiculous with Chase Young at this point. He finally gets to where he can he can start, but then has an illness. Keep him out. Do you think it's something more to this, or is it really him being sick? See, at first. I, I was I was thinking like nah he's not really sick they're just holding him out an extra week because they don't they because, because of his knee but then again I think I'm like it's not nothing to hide it's nothing shameful to hide I mean we know he's all working back from a knee injury so if it must still bothering him and he wasn't ready yet they'll just say that so then after hearing that he had the flu or some flu symptoms I, I really think he was sick I really do I'm not gonna say a lot because you know how bad he wants to play bro you can hear it he wants to play bad um so. I, if he if he if he wasn't sick, he would have played. I think so. I think he was genuinely sick, and uh, hopefully he can get he can get healthy. BH says, "Just wish we could um, use our receivers more. Think we're leaving a lot out there." Exactly. I would if, if our offense can just click a little bit more, man, and get our get our wide receivers more involved, we would be good. MA says, "Yeah, bro, we leave so many yards out there every week. If Terry McClellan was on a roster with an average or to." Um, with average to above average quarterback play, he would easily have at least 25% more yards per year. Exactly. I agree. I agree. He would have more more yards. He would have more touchdowns. I mean, he was wide open for a touchdown. Tell him I think he just missed him yesterday. Skins fan all day. It's been a wild Skins fan all day. I appreciate you for stopping by listening to Top of the Morning Show. He says, what's up, bro? What's going on, Skins fan all day? Shout out to the OG stopping by, man. I appreciate you for being here. And MH says... I'm late to the show, bro. I'm late to the show today, bro, but appreciate your hard work. Um, or your work rather. I don't know if you hit on hit on it, but what do you think about Sean Taylor mannequin de- uh debacle? It seems a lot like us wanted uh a lot like us wanted more. Yeah, um I talked a little bit about it. I'm gonna say in my stream yesterday at the beginning of the game day stream, I put out a community post. It was trash. And when I first saw it, I, I thought they, uh, the whole week, I thought they said it was going to be a statue. Turns out they didn't say that. But at, when I first saw it, I'm like, this is trash. Like, this isn't no statue. This isn't nothing that replicates Sean Taylor. Um, when I first saw it yesterday. But I didn't want to, I, I was in the, I was in live, I was in live stream with the man's head for it. And um, <clears throat> I didn't, I just didn't want to say that at the moment in the comment section live because I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm keeping my thoughts to myself until later um but then once i started to see the uproar from a lot of other fans i'm like i agree this is exactly what i was saying um this is exactly what i was saying like it's not a statue it's not nothing that can remember. if it's not going to be a statue it's not nothing that is going to make me at fedex be like oh i gotta go see sean taylor's memorial thing it's not nothing that gets me that excited. It's literally just his jersey, helmet, 
his uniform on a dummy, on a mannequin or whatever that you would see, like they said, outside of, outside of the team store when you go to FedEx Field or outside of Dick's Sporting Goods. That was trash. It was nothing that was exciting about that. I mean, I'm thinking, well, first, I'm thinking there's going to be a statue. And then secondly, I'm thinking, okay, if it's not going to be a statue, it got to be at least something that has him in it. It doesn't even have nothing to do with him inside of it. It's like, it's, it's bad. We, we did we, we did a terrible job with that. That, that was not good. Um, and he deserves better. Definitely does. Um, I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hoping when we uh, when we get a new stadium, if we do, we can build him a nice stadium, a nice statue with a picture of him diving into the end zone versus the Eagles that patented play where he scooped it up and he and he dove into the end, uh, dove into the end zone versus the Eagles. That's the perfect way to memorialize him and give him a statue. But yeah, man, it was bad. I didn't like it. Skins fan all day. I appreciate you. Shout out to Skins fan all day. He says, keep grinding, homie. Thank you so much for the super chat. And you already know, Washington Commanders, baby. We're doing good. Hopefully, we can keep it up each and every week, take it one by one. And hopefully, we can keep stacking those W. Make sure you guys go check out Skins fan all day's channel if you haven't already. Shout out to the OG stopping by. Thank you so much, Skins fan, all day. Um, uh, Santana Jackson says, yeah, I think our offense really needs to step it up with the passing game because it's going to be hard into the playoffs if we don't step it up. The so run game is fine, but we need good passing. I agree. We're not going to have to beat teams like San Francisco or like Minnesota or just anybody. In the NFC, we're only putting up 19 points. We need more from the offense, okay? We need more from everybody on the offensive side of the ball. Even the run game was good, but we need more points, especially if we need more red zone uh, opportunities. Better play calling the red zone. Scott Turner has to be better. He's trash. I'm done with him, but he has to be better because there's nothing we can do with him. We, can, we, can't, we can't get rid of him now, so he has to be better. I mean, you got to draw back plays in the red zone. You got to stop it. I mean – he is what he is. Second down, he's running the ball. It doesn't matter what the down is. He's going to run the ball, okay? And that's annoying because I sit there and call it out each and every week. Switch it up. I, I don't know if he thinks it's a crime to pass the ball um, on second down, on back-to-back -back passing plays. I don't know if he thinks it's a, it's a crime, but it's not. He needs to be better. He's trash. Um, but, yeah, I definitely agree with you, bro. MH says, and this is the last comment MH is taking us out with. MH says, good luck to Saquon trying to run next week, especially if Chase Young is back. We already know their passing game is not as well. Um, MH, I'm scared of Saquon Barkley, especially what Cordero Patterson was able to do to us uh, yesterday. Saquon Barkley scares me, okay? that that He scares me. I ain't going to say good luck to him because um, I hope he doesn't perform well. And I know you weren't using it in that way. I know you were saying good luck, like good luck, like good luck trying to do that. That's not how I know that's what you were saying, but I'm scared of him, bro. I'm scared of him. Last comment here. Sean Wellen. I think this is my guy from over from over there. Um, um over there, I wanna say it is it, uh Ireland. I think I wanna say it's Ireland. Hopefully I'm not wrong. Remind me, Sean, if I am. 
He says, what's up, Juan? Good to see you, mate. Um, Washington, three in a row. We are getting better. Yes, we are. We're getting better each and every week, and hopefully we can keep it up and take it one by one. We beat the Falcons. Next up is the Atlanta, is the New York Giants in New York. It's going to be a tough game. Okay, so it is Ireland. I got it right. All righty. Tough game in New Jersey, in New York, at the Giants Stadium. It's going to be a tough one, man. They're fighting for their playoffs lives. We're fighting for our playoffs lives. Shoot, this should be Sunday Night Football, man. Honestly, on primetime, 415 kickoff, to be honest. But we are definitely in for a good game on Sunday. But we're going to continue to enjoy this commander's victory over the Falcons first. And then we're going to turn the page to the Giants because it's going to be a big game. But we're now at the end of the show. Last thing, Brian Harden's going to take us out. He says, Giants going to throw the kitchen sink at us. Every run Danny um, has a few times. They're clinging. They're clinging to playoff hopes too. Exactly. They're 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 coming with everything. Okay. They're trying their hardest, and as they should, because they're fighting for their playoff lives, exactly like us. So it's gonna be a battle. But I appreciate y'all for listening to Top of the Morning Show, hosted by Juan Gotti. I appreciate y'all, man. Episode ten already at episode ten. Oh, it feels good. And yet another Commanders victory Monday, man. Celebrate everybody but i'm gonna go ahead and check out and let you enjoy the rest of your morning into the uh into the noon and into the rest of the day appreciate y'all so much for the support i love each and every one of you and now juan Gotti, checking out like comment subscribe hello to the washington commanders we're on the road to 5,000 subscribers so please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already i'm out hey.